there's a lot of you. Brilliant. Thank you, Father, for the church. Thank you for your grace and your glory and your power in the church. Thank you for saving us, Lord. Thank you that you've brought people in even today to, to make part of your family. Thank you that your grace just goes on and on and on. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, yesterday, you, you guys who were there really blessed Greg and I so much. And we did what was called a fire tunnel or a prayer tunnel at the end of the day. Which was quite wonderful. I, I said to um, a few people afterwards... I've done a number of those fire tunnels in various situations, but that was the most astounding one that I'd been part of. And you, must, you need to hear this. It had so much power, everybody got involved from the beginning. It was so powerful that it went on forever. <laughs> and my job was to sh chase everybody on, and the people, who may have felt that they missed out because they had to, at the end, go through quicker, I think you got the biggest dose of God of all because of the power that was actually in that tunnel by his presence and by the presence of so many friends and family, the church family together. So nobody missed out. Everybody got something from God. And... Last night, I believe God gave me a word for you as the church. And he gave me Jeremiah 31 verse 3, which is, I have loved you with an everlasting love, and I have drawn you with loving kindness. And you are in your 40 days hungering after God. And he's heard you. He's heard you, and he's come in power. I mean, you guys are so powerful. That it's, it's totally amazing. In your worship, it is so powerful, the presence of God. So he's come. He's come in answer to the cry that he put in your heart. I believe God drew you to him to build you up for the next season of mobility and action. He's put an excitement mixed, he's put an excitement mixed with rest. In you. There is much power in the attitude of rest, as resting in Him is declaring complete dependence on Him and whatever He has planned for you. This is your season of spreading out to the right and to the left. It's a season that was planned before time, so already is in action. And it's waiting for you to run in the slipstream of what God has already begun. He has put hunger for him in your heart so that he could get your full attention for the things he's got ahead for you, which are not paths you've walked before. You will need his blueprint on a daily basis, which he is very willing to share with you so you can enjoy the journey together. There will be visitations from him with great power, and visit, visitors among you will say, God is in your midst. 
And this will increasingly become the norm. Isn't that exciting? Isn't that exciting? This is church. This is church as it should be. There's a leadership mantle coming on some of you who least expect it. It will be a huge surprise as you have discounted yourselves and thought that, that serving others uh, in this way would not be for you. But something has changed and the roar of the lion is in you to see people fully restored and whole. Run with this and advance the kingdom wherever the Lord has put you or will put you. In spreading to the east and the west, God has commanded his angels to keep you from harm and to open the way for you so huge stumbling blocks will be shattered before you. The battle is not going to be as fierce as you may have expected. And you've got to hear that. Put your heads up and walk with confidence into this next season. This season of mobility isn't a quick one-off season, but it's something that is in your genes, G-E-N-E-S, <laughs> and will go on producing fires in the least expected places. The Lord will send people to you who will catch the fire from you and will leap into different parts of this nation to light a fire there of the love and hunger for him. You will be a watering hole for the thirsty to be restored to life again. And this will be the norm. I believe the Lord is very satisfied with you and is calling you to be satisfied in him, in his ways and all he has for you. This too will become the norm and you will be known as a people of gratitude and satisfaction in God. If you think the fireworks displays of of bonfire night was splendid, you haven't seen anything yet. You yourselves will do and be displays of power, which will be more brilliant and everlasting and bring bigger change than the fizzing out of fireworks could ever do. And it's all free, but it takes obedience to walk in, this, in the good of it. And this, too, will be the norm. Your season of mobility and great demonstration of power is here. Enjoy the ride. And Father, we just ask that you lock it in people's hearts. That the supernatural, that the power of God, that gratitude, that mobility, demonstrations of power will be, will be the norm, as is expected in the church and from the church, our normal inheritance. This is who we are, and we ask it in Jesus' name. Now, God put hunger in your hearts so that he can get your attention because of the season of mobility. And I really feel he's come through for you. And just seeing the power yesterday in that tunnel just showed me, he's, he's just come. You, you guys are pretty ready to be propelled into whatever he has for you next. 
And he's wonderful. He comes and he gives us the warm fuzzies. You know, he gives us um, good hugs and loves us and so on. But when we, if we stay there, we become uh, like spiritually fat and, and it goes nowhere. We are like a stream. He comes and he blesses us so that we can be a blessing to others. It's all about others. It's the one anothering. It's all about others. If we keep the blessing to ourselves, we become quite boring. And we get bored very quickly. And we need a higher sense of some kind of fuzzy fun. But when we give out, he replaces over and over that waterfall that Laurie was speaking about. It's just there. It's just ready. It's just in us. The lion roars. The waterfall roars. And it's just in us for the good of others. In Matthew 9, verses 35 to 38, it says, Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness. We'll, we'll have a bit of that as norm, please, Jesus. And you know... If you want this, just agree. As I read these things, just agree. Because I really feel you're ready for it. There's an openness here and you are ready for it. And it's not a begging and pleading, it's our inheritance. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them. And Father, I want to ask for a people of compassion. Because it's out of compassion that we actually go and serve others. So increase the compassion in this church. He had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to the disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. And you know, I've been in many, many prayer meetings where we've prayed. And it's not wrong to pray this, but sometimes this is all we prayed. Father, will you save people? Father, will you save my family? Will you save my husband or my wife? Will you save? Father, will you come and save? Do you know what I'm talking about? We pray and we ask, and, and it's right. But somehow I think we're missing something. Because Jesus has come and died to save. Jesus came for the world. And the world is waiting. And it says the harvest is plentiful. Oh my word, it is plentiful. You walk anywhere and you just see harvest, harvest, ready. But the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest for workers. Who are the workers? Isn't it amazing? Sometimes I feel we're waiting for something to drop from the sky. You know? Lord, will you save? Oh, did you hear? There's happening and there's happening. And, and it's like we can just coast along and go with, on with life as normal because God's just dropping salvation all over. But you know what? Where he's put on, we the workers... Wherever he's put us, we are the workers. Are you up for that for this next season? Are you, you are burning with the Holy Spirit power. 
It must be given away. It must be given away. If you're going to move to the east and to the west, it's to give away. It's to give away this abundance of the power of the Spirit in you. So when Jesus looks at the church, will he be able to say, Whoa, look at that. Look at all my workers. Look at all my workers. The word I brought said he's very satisfied with you because you've done well. And so he's recharging your batteries to say, come on, let's go again. I'm happy with where you come, but you want some more? Come on, let's go again. Let's go again. Are you up for that? Hands up if you're up for that. Father God, will you see? I want to ask, will you see these hands? And Lord, even as hands are up, Father, will you come with Holy Spirit power? Whoa, and accept Accept the sacrifice, really, because we are a scared bunch. We're full of power, but we're quite scared to go and do this, this stuff. And so, Father, will you give us power right through our hands from on high and let the lion roar within us because you live within us. In Jesus' name, amen. Even putting your hands up this morning was spiritual warfare. And the enemy says, oh, no. Oh no, the lion is beginning to stand up and stretch and roar. And the enemy is so frightened of the church. Sometimes we as individuals, we are a bit nervous, but the enemy is so frightened of the church. And when he looks and sees this, he says, better, better leave them alone. Let's go find somebody else. Because they are too powerful. And we must know this. This is who we are. And then he called his 12 disciples to him. And he gave them authority. I want you to say authority. To drive out evil spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. Now we know that not all people get healed. We know that it's the already and the not yet. We know all that. But you know what? I said yesterday, let's give it a go. Maybe, maybe, maybe he comes through for us. And we least expect it and somebody gets healed. When we pray for deliverance, it always works. With healing, we're not, we're not 100% sure what's going to happen. With deliverance... The name of Jesus always works. Isn't that amazing? So we must pray the name of Jesus over people and into homes and so on to bring the grace of God in there. You up for that? As you go, preach this message. The kingdom of heaven is near. Whoa. Heal the sick. Raise the dead. I've given that a go. And because I did, frightened out of my wits, but I did it. Because I want to be obedient. It's the obedience. God said to me, because you're obedient, you won't die until you see it happen. Bring it on. Do you see? Bring it on. I'm waiting. At the right time, I'm waiting. He's going to honor what he said to me. Cleanse those who have leprosy. You know, people feel unclean. It might not be skin diseases. 
but people feel unclean and unwanted and unloved, come on, let's go and love the unlovely. It's lovely people from the outside that look lovely, but inside people walk with a limp. Let's be those who bring grace and mercy to people because he gave it to us. And then drive out demons. Funny, we don't speak about the demonic much in this nation. But Jesus did. He did. And we don't keep our eyes on the demonic. But we notice that there's evil in the world. But we're the answer. We're the answer. And so we see what's happening. We say, now Lord, come and do something. Give me the power. Come on, Father. Where I walk, let, let the enemy flee. And let's be this powerhouse of the church, which is our right. And then after this, Jesus appointed 72 others. Amazingly, it wasn't 70. I like round numbers. Laurie, we like round numbers, eh? I was almost going to tell you something, and I thought, no, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> about socks. About the socks, you know? <laughs> Can I tell them? Do you know what I learned this morning? You mustn't let us stay in your homes because we find out things. Did you know that Laurie counts the socks as it goes into the washing machine? She's blushing. But it's her birthday today, so I'm giving her a present. And then she counts them out. So she never has lost socks. Do you have lost socks? We've got to learn a lesson. So we like, we like round numbers. But Jesus, he took 72. You know, the 12, they had names. The 72 had no names. And I just think God is so clever to put the, the 72 in. Because, you know, I'm part of the 72. And so are you. Those whose names aren't mentioned one by one, but we part of that throng of people who make up the 72, 72,000, 72 million, do you see? And he sent them out two by two ahead of him to, to every town and place where he was about to go. I find that incredible too. He sent them out wherever he was going to go. For you who are going into multi-site, he's sending you out wherever he is coming. Isn't that amazing? It's like go and prepare the place. You carry him with you. It's, you know, it's the mystery. He's in you. You carry him with you, and yet he comes as well in the wake of you opening doors. And so he's sending you where he is coming in power. The 72 returned with joy and said, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. And Jesus said, he rejoiced with them, but he said, keep your eyes on your salvation. Be grateful that your name is in the book so that we keep our focus on him and yet rejoice in the power and seeing people released. And then in Acts 1, on one occasion while he was eating with them, he gave them this command, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father has promised, which you have heard me speak about. And this will be the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And you know, today, 
if you feel that you, or you know that you have not been baptized with that power, you're born again, you love Jesus, he lives in you, but there's a baptism of power that comes, that is our inheritance. You know what, when we have a ministry time, come and be ministered to. Let's get the power in the baptism going for this next season. We need the power of Jesus right in the middle of our salvation. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And I just loved the way I prepared this message and then got the, the prophetic word for you last night, which seems kind of in line with it. He is so faithful. And then the Holy Spirit came in power. And Peter, who'd been quite a, an odd guy, he didn't, you know, he denied Jesus. And he was not quite what he should be. You know, when that power came on him, he stood up and with the eleven raised his voice and addressed the crowd. And he gave a whole story of the gospel, really. And 3,000 were added to their number, from nothing to 3,000. Father, I want to ask for the day of Peter here. I want to ask for such power in the Holy Spirit. Whoa. Such a new baptism of fire for this next season that, that the three thousands that are coming the way of this church, of King's Church, Hastings, and then spreading wider, will go to 3,000, 4,000, 5,000. For your glory, Lord, and, for your, and it's for your fame and your name, so that this nation will be blessed from the southeast all the way up. I want to ask in Jesus' name. You're up for that. And then Peter at the gate, beautiful. As you can see, I'm, I'm, I'm taking you through the Bible. Because I love the Bible. Love the Bible so much. It's my, it's my textbook. I look to see what's happening and I follow it. And it works. Somehow it just works. Because God is not a man that he would lie. So Peter at the gate, beautiful, sees the beggar there. And you see, Jesus must have passed this beggar, but it wasn't the beggar's time. There's also a timing that is right for people and for the ministries that we're doing. And you could walk past somebody for a long time, and then suddenly God says, today's the day. Are you ready? And Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. Come on, church, what do we have are we rich? Are we full up with Jesus and all his gifting? Full of authority. But what I have, I give you. And so often I, th I, I find we feel a bit poor. Well, but, but what can I give? You know, and what if they suck me dry? What if I can't keep up with the load? And what if I... And it's like, he's big enough to keep up with the load. He never gets sucked dry. There's always enough for everyone. And so we must work with him in mind more with, than with how much we can do. 
It makes sense. And Peter put into practice what he believed Jesus had given him. You see, we can stand or we can sing here all about the glory of God. And we can say we have authority. And we can walk out and let it all drain through our feet. Or we can say we have authority whether we're in here or out there. Because we do have it. It doesn't drain through our feet. It's an automatic authority that's there from Jesus. But it must be put into action. He knew the authority of Jesus, Peter. He knew it was delegated authority. Imagine Jesus giving us all his authority. Doesn't it blow your mind? He did all these delicious things. And he says, now come on church, have fun. You can do it too. And we are the fun people. We're not the miserable Christians. We are full of fun. Are you full of fun? I saw you full of fun yesterday. I saw you. I watched you. I watched you crawl through the tunnel. I watched some of you hop so high, you know who you are, and then you fell about because the power of the Holy Spirit was so full on you. And uh, it's that power that is for the world. Peter knew that if Jesus promised something, then he would fulfill that promise. And we've got to know that. Father, will you do something today that we know that what you've promised us, you will give to us? Because you wouldn't say it and then not do it. Matthew 5 says, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled by men. And that's not us, is it? We haven't lost our saltiness. You are the light of the world. I want you to tell the person next to you, you are the light of the world. And now, uh, come back. You just give people a finger and they take the right up to the elbow. (laughs) But you know, to say you are the light of the world, don't say you are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. Declare it over. You can do it now. Declare it. You are. You are. You are the light of the world. And when you, and then receive it, we are the light of the world. We, we are the light of the world, but we're nobodies. We are nobodies with somebody living inside us. We are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Church, it's time. It's time. We had um, uh, a pastor from Ghana come to, uh, to do a wedding for us in London. And um, he'd asked God to give him a word for the, this nation. And he said he was reading Revelation. And uh, he read about the lion and the lamb. And God spoke to him and said to him, he must commend this nation, the church in this nation, for the grace and the presentation of the lamb 
and the kindness of God and the goodness of God to the nation. But it's time for this nation to get the roar back at the enemy. Are you ready to roar? Are you ready to roar? The lamb has been satisfied, but the roar of protection on communities must happen from the church. It's our time. If you were up for it, but you might say to me, but we're English. Can you roar? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I like that. Come on, Steve. visitor it's them it's not me I'm also a visitor but if you are a visitor and if you are someone who is not a follower of Jesus and came in today to see what is the church like this is what we are like actually we love God and and God demonstrates to us. We may not see him with our eyes, but we know. And the Bible tells us, and we just know. And when he says raw, it's because, actually, if you're a visitor here, or someone who is not a follower of Jesus, the Father roars over you. He roars over you against the enemy, against things that come against you. So today, do not leave this place without coming to one of us and getting maybe one of us chat to you because today is your day, really, that God wants to roar over you. His delight over you, the lamb, but roar at the enemy. Oh, you're a mad bunch. <laughs> Counting socks and roaring. I mean... But isn't it wonderful? You know, I'm sidetracking now. But your eldership couples are fantastic. I agree. I agree. Whoa. You made me cry. Because, you know, the elder couples work so hard. And yet they get a lot of flack because the buck stops with them. And um, I watched these people yesterday and they were jumping about and Joining in every single thing that you were all joining in with. 
And I said to them afterwards, what an example, what a model, how blessed you are. They're not stiff upper lip and, well, everybody else can do it, but you know we're the leaders. They just enjoy the fun like children among you. And Jesus said, come as little children. Not be childish and silly, but be childlike. And I just praise God for the elder couples you've got here who are childlike before Jesus and vulnerable before you. So thank you for honoring them like that. The Lord applauds you for that. And on that note, because time is ticking, whoa, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit come. I want you to stand, please. Holy Spirit come. Actually, the elder couples can come stand here with me. If you want to be filled to overflowing, if you want to get under that waterfall, which is quite scary because it goes quite bonkers, you know. But God is safe. He's not a tame lion, but he is good. I want you to just put your hands up and we just ask the Holy Spirit to come. Put both hands up. It's a grace thing, you don't have to. Even if you don't have your hands up, he still comes, by the way. <laughs> Do you know? But it, this is just more, a hu- it, it's a humble attitude of giving up. Father God, whoa, will you come and sweep through this place? And Lord, thank you that you've equipped them already for the new things. Now will you increase the anointing for the new day? For all the things you've planned for them, will you increase that level of anointing? But Father, give them a whole new mantle, really. A whole new mantle of power and breakthrough and authority. So that they know in their knower that what you've said is true. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. I wonder if I, if I can have the ministry team quickly in the front. Quickly. And Father God, I want to ask for a, a new anointing on this team. And by the way, church, the ministry team aren't special and better than, or they do it and we don't. I want to say that because everybody can do. Everybody has gifting to do what they do. It's not, there's nobody special in this place. But it's just that I suppose they are known and therefore there's safety in knowing people, praying for you. You all right with that? Yep, good. I like to say that.
because I'm an all-inclusive person and separations are not always easy for me. But Father, I want to ask that this team will be full of the grace of the, li- of the Lamb, full of grace, and yet have the roar of the lion against sickness, disease, and anything that is standing against God's people and society out there. I want to ask that in Jesus' name. Now I want to ask, if you would like to be healed of sickness, disease. Oh, I like that hand there. That was very quick. See that hand, Father, and I mean that. I want you to come forward because these guys are going to pray with you. But they're going to pray with a new authority. And no pressure on you because you can't do this. The, the ministry team can't do a thing. But he inside them can do the stuff. As same as with you. If you want to be filled with, the, whoa, filled with the Holy Spirit in a whole new way, they will do it. If you want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit for the first time, or, you know, God gives us this, this language called tongues, which actually builds us up. I've spent most of the, ministry, of the uh, worship time praying in tongues so that I can be built up ready to minister Come, they're going to pray for you. And if you want to speak in this language, which is your right, come and be prayed for. Thank you, Chief. You can get about praying. For the rest. You can pray, yeah. Yeah. We're going to do something... Different. Are you up for something? Different. <laughs> These four people. <laughs> four. We've got about 15, 15 minutes. Yeah. So you've got to be quick. These four people are going to stand here. I want you as quick as possible to come walk in front of them. And they, as, they're not going to pray for you, but they're just going to touch you and something new. But then you walk. Uh, you, you walk. I want you in a... You can get into a line already. Yeah. That's it. Bless you. I want you to get into line anybody... Something new. You know, you stood and you honored these two couples. And they are going to bring blessing on you in a whole new way. Whoa. A whole new way. If you need to be touched by the Holy Spirit, ask Him.